Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Honey bun. Honey bun. My God. The boundaries have been blurred on a level, not to mention. Yeah. We have a guest here with us today. And I know Sherman. we need to get to our cliffhanger. Sherman's here. This was not discussed. No. It I was didn't, not expected. Because, Rana, you have said, I'm going to be honest with you, this is probably your fault only because. Oh, here we go. If I had told you Sherman was coming, you would have said, that's fine. You can keep him outside. It's so cold outside. I couldn't tell you. I had to sneak him in. So it's my fault you brought him in the first place. Well, no, oh, it's well, my no fault. that's the world's fault. It's my fault. fault I have rules at my house. That's the world's that's fault. That's my fault. That's the world's fault. Yeah. I am a I wreck. Suppose. I am a wreck. It's very funny because last week you were saying you were just fine with Corona. Now that it was here, you were scared it was coming. Now it was here. You weren't worried anymore. I'm worried. And I need, and so I did the paperwork so for an emotional you, support dog. It's really easy. Yeah. You, they, you, you just know, download it on the internet. Yeah. And then you go, it's actually behind, you know, MedMen? It's in the, the marijuana Do store in Los Angeles. Oh. Do I know what? So it's it's between out of the closet and Med Men in West Hollywood, but oh, there's I only know the who alley they are entrance. Because they have that very cheeky Jewish advertising for Med Men. Do they? Yeah, I've never seen them. What are they doing? They make jokes like uh, I can't remember it now, but you know, like, don't worry, it's kosher. Ha ha ha! Something like that. That is yeah. so funny. Is it? No. Well, anyway, Rana- I have to tell you, when I'm in Los Angeles now, I'm I'm starting to not want to go because. It smells like marijuana everywhere yeah, you it go. Does. And it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's what I used to not like smell. about San Francisco. It's what oh, I you used can, to. Brendan, you can just leave. You don't have to. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, my friend Brendan's here too. He was just stopping by. He was a hookup from last night. Bye. Bye. Sorry, Rana. Was he in my bathroom? Well, like Jordan's. He was in the bathroom. That man who just wa- Rana, you what? don't understand. A I need stranger just Rana, walked out of my carriage. Sorry, I need an emotional support <gasps> right. animal, and I needed a good time last night. But because you're bringing I'm other people's germs into my carriage house. No, 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 because no, mine are here too, and Sherman. So technically, this was just. You know what? This is not Brian. Tia, Rana, it's time, a one-off. No, it's a one-off. Time out. If this is the Patreon carriage house. We are supposed you know to have You've a got higher a level of conduct. You've got a point there. This is this is free feed behavior that you that you're exhibiting right now. <sighs> you're this right. Is I forgot Patre- that we were recording a Patreon. The only thing I can say is you're welcome. You got a sneak peek behind the scenes to the Patreon. Yeah, the patrons of Patreon. Yeah, but do not expect this kind of flimsy. Absolutely I'm sorry, Rana. untethered behavior I have been, going forward. I have truly been, my stress levels have been so high. I had to bring the dog. I had to bring someone what home. What about my stress levels, Brian? I'm trying Nothing's to happening keep, in Massachusetts. I am trying to keep my, that's not true. We have a couple of, a couple of cases. Is that true? Yeah, of course. Oh. 
Look in Marblehead? No, not in my, not yet. Yeah. But now that you're here, who knows? Well. Okay. All right. We've so got to get to a, a, cliffhanger. a cliffhanger. Okay. Um, I, do you want to read it? Because I think I read it on the regular episode. Would you like to read it on this one? I, I'm going to read it so you can calm down and take a few breaths. <sighs> unless it would calm you down to read it. No, I think you should read it. Okay. Thank you, though. Dear Rana and Brian. I forgot lo- to get Brendan's number. I'll text him. I mean, I'll, you know, on Grindr. Can't you message him inside yeah, the that's app? that's what I'm going to do. Isn't that how it works? Yes, you're right. I seem to remember you were able to message the guy that stole all your prescriptions inside of, the, inside of the app. I'll so message So maybe him. you can message this guy. I'll message him. He brought his own towel, that guy. Yeah. Does that mean he showered here? Yeah. Because I told him not to bring any germs in. I'm considering calling this whole and thing it was off. And it was a threefer. Because we showered and together to, and I was able to bathe the dog. All of this is overshare. <laughs> so three, everyone in this house is clean. A three for every, everyone except for my floor. You, Zelda Rubenstein is about to walk in and say, this house is clean. <laughs> this is all overshadowing, uh, overshadowing Sherman's visit. Yeah, you're this right. This is the first time Sherman and I have met. And I, I'm, I adore him. Because he's he very shades, sweet. Very shades of vanilla. He's definitely running. Hey! In the phone. I mean, what is that? This, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is cr- the phone was ringing. The dog is barking. I feel like I'm in bed knobs and broomsticks. I'm sorry. Okay, okay let's we read have this to start now. Look what you've done to my life. You turned it absolutely upside down. That's not true. I'm here to make it better. Oh, it doesn't feel that way, Ronna. You don't understand. <laughs> you simply couldn't, Ronna and Brian. The last time I flew, they're not going to, here's the thing, Brian. Uh, they're going to stop taking our advice. Who? The people. Because they're not going to believe we have it together. Do you understand? Part of giving advice is that people believe you have it together. And you don't have it together right now. I just want to say. I'm trying to think of Get something. Get it to- together. Okay. I was trying to think of a comeback. I don't have one. Because you're not together. You're right. Yeah. I if know. you were together, you'd have a comeback. You don't have any cigarettes, do you? The last time I flew back from New York to Glasgow, I like saying the last time I flew back from New York because it makes me sound like I'm as well-traveled as Rana, but I've actually only been twice. A very tall man was seated in front of me. When I was telling my friends about the journey, I described him as, quote, a seven-foot-tall, mustachioed, cargo-short-wearing, Trump-voting C-word. Cunt. Cunt. You get that on Patreon. That's sure. what you're paying for. I, I wouldn't say that it. in public. I can't. No. I can't believe I even said that. I, I can't either. I don't, I don't actually know what his political views are, but he was certainly, in my view, a cunt. Can't. I wonder if he was wearing. They don't say whether he was wearing flip flops, but I'm going to assume because of the cargo shorts. Sure. Yeah. It seems a safe assumption. Almost as soon as the flight started, he reclined his chair back as far as he could and seemed to be pressing himself back as far as he could as his chair was basically in my lap. I'd been looking forward to watching movies on the journey back on the little screen in front of me, but this was now impossible. The couple sitting in the row beside me were nudging each other and laughing and saying, fuck's sake, man. Ronna, it's like you're talking a different language when I you say curse words. I, it's also, I mean, where you get, I, I don't, I'm honestly considering calling this whole thing off. No, please don't. I mean, I'm over, I'm overwhelmed now. I'm sorry. Because this isn't how I, know, I do things, I know. Brian. You're okay? right. I know. This is messy. You're right. <laughs> and I was replying, I know. 
I ended up sitting with my knees against my chest and the bottom of my feet against the back of his chair. Why? That's not something someone ends up doing. That's something someone chooses to do. Uh, Bottom of my feet against the back of his chair for about six hours and pushing. Horrible. Yeah, that's mean. So he couldn't recline his seat. He kept turning around to glit, turning around, pardon me, this person's not American. To glare at me. Turning round, turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely because you never come around. Can I be honest? Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit tired because you never do the laundry. Turn around. Every now and then I fall apart. Turn around. Bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. And I need you now tonight. <laughs> and I need you more than ever. And if you only hold me tight, we'll be holding you on forever. And I'll only be making. Okay, enough, Brian. Okay. Enough. That really relaxed me. I'm feeling way better. Turning round to glare at me. And I was glaring back at him. And I have never been in a physical fight in my adult life but could have happily welcomed him to Scotland by stabbing him in the eye with the... Are you sure this is the same letter we read with Kyle? This is the same letter. With the plastic spork. Oh, do you know what? I did sort of pick and choose what I read in that one. I don't remember the spork. Yes, this is new. This part's... I mean, this part I didn't read so, on the regular episode. Have you been editing as you go when we read well, letters? Well, we were running out of time with Carl, so I was like speeding through it. Because this doesn't seem familiar at all. There's no, a lot more detail There's a lot more detail in this one. Patreon-only detail. Correct. That you're getting... As part of your subscription. Correct. Okay. Wow. I have never been in a physical fight in my adult life, but could happily have welcomed him to Scotland by stabbing him in the eye with the plastic spork that came with the in-flight meal. The video of the passenger on the plane punching the back of the seat in front of him that has emerged on social media has reignited my anger and debate amongst my friends about whether it is okay to recline your seat on a flight. I could stop right here, but I'll keep going. Keep going. Does the seat recline? You have my answer. Yeah. I think people who recline the seat are worse than people who look at the mobile phones during a film at the cinema. And it is- I do not. You're horrible. And it is the height of entitled and arrogant behavior. Rana, as a seasoned world traveler, well-versed in etiquette, if you had witnessed my behavior on the flight that day, even though I realize you would have been in first class- would have been Polaris actually, because this is a new, this is a Newark to Glasgow flight is what this is. And that would be United. So I would be in Polaris, which is their first product. You are something else. Would you have thought I thought with a note missing the T I was a lunatic. Not sure. I'm looking forward to your answer to this. Love you both. Cole Hamilton. Okay. Well, you know what? In defense of Cole, for a second, because yeah. I'm with you in that I wanted to jump on like, no, I don't. I never care when people recline their seats. But Rana, when was the last time you were in a seat where someone in front of you reclined? Like, you might not know what that experience is. Okay. I mean, I have lived in the world, Brian. Yeah. All right. And I think you need to understand that a lot of short haul flights, even though they say they're first class, what they often do is they'll give you the row. But the seat itself, the spacing is the same as in coach. So if you've ever flown Brit- British Airways uh, in Europe. Business. Yeah. That's what you're dealing with. Yeah. I don't need, to be honest with you, I wish they would, it used to be that they had the larger seats. Then they replaced it for 333 
and now you get two, you get three seats or you get two seats. The person, there's a seat in the middle is taken out. Yes. Boy, they put a tray there. Right. But it's really no better than being in coach. Gosh. You just get to get on and off the plane more quickly. Yeah. So I am familiar with this situation. Okay. And so what I never mind when I don't recline my seat because I know it makes people crazy. Yeah. I've never minded when someone's reclined theirs for me. In front of me. It's never bothered me. He's seven feet tall. Yeah. What's he supposed to do? Fly cargo? (laughs) And by the way, you can't buy an extra seat in front of you, even if, you know what I mean? Well, if you're going to do that, then you're going to try and fly businesses or, 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 you know, main cabin select or whatever, priority, whatever they, what do they call that? Uh, That I really don't know about. Priority is on Delta, Sky Priority. No, that just means you have a little more space around you. No, right? I think the, oh, Comfort Plus is Delta. Delta. You What's know, one time the, I was told someone I was getting one? a divorce and I was upgraded to Delta Comfort Plus. And did you feel the comfort? I did, but it honestly felt sort of like a jab because. What's it, the other one called? Um, okay, Delta Comfort Plus. Uh, Unvirgin. I think extra. Unvirgin. What do they call it? Oh, um, uh, main cabin extra. No, no. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I can't about, think though. of it. The it's, seats are purple. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. In any of them. I can't think of it. Com- no. And I've flown Adam, that. Adam, what's it called? When they when you're not in first and you're not in business, but you're not in coach. Like, not economy plus. What do, what do they call that? It is. On international flights. I know what you're it's talking about. It's not called about. economy plus. It's called. Where it's called world traveler. On British Airways, it's called world traveler plus. Premium and economy. Premium, Premium and economy. economy. That's what it's called. But economy's still in the word. Yeah, it in the title, is. yeah. It certainly is. In any event, the seat reclines. Yeah. He is permitted to recline his seat. Couldn't agree more. And this is maybe, this is a joke email. We'll give you the, we'll give you the benefit no, of the doubt. No, people have strongly held opinions joking. upon this. You're telling me you had your feet on the back of his chair like a child? Yeah, that's Like pretty- when a child kicks a seat? That, that makes you not know better than him. That makes you so much worse than him. That is that is horrible behavior. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And if you don't like what's going on, then you're going to have to. This is look. And I don't care where your politics lie. He was able to recline his seat. Let's get real here. Air travel is no longer glamorous, and it's not fun for anyone. For anyone, okay? Is it a little better in the rarefied cabin that I'm in? Yes, it is. Sure. But it's still not a blast. Yeah. And no one enjoys the, the airlines have overpacked the planes like sardines. Everyone is in an uncomfortable situation. Yes. So it's, yeah, in, it's totally anxiety producing and everyone's upset. It's not going to be a pleasurable experience. No. Whether you're him or you're you. Sure. But for society to completely break down to the point that you would put your feet on another person's seat is outrageous. I couldn't agree more, Rana. And but the guy in the video, he ended up in the back of the plane. Yeah. He was punching the person's chair. Horrible. He ended up in the back of the plane. Yeah. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. Rebo- you knew where he was sitting. Yeah. You could have gone called the airline up and said, "Can I go on the 2:30 instead of the 12:30?" Yeah. I don't want to sit in the back of the plane. Also, tensions are so high on airlines all the time, yeah. even amongst the staff, you know, even even with the flight attendants and I don't know, just any sort of anger, you're stuck with that person for an entire flight. It's outrageous. In the air. It is in outrageous. A can. It's outrageous and it makes other people really uncomfortable. Yes. So just like deal with it. Get, get, you know, you win some, you lose some. Correct. That's the situation. I couldn't agree more. And I wish I had the opposite opinion of you, Rana. Yeah. Just for 
you know, for fun to be a contrarian, but yeah. I feel exactly the same way. I think it's, I think it's ridiculous. And it's this, but also, I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. This is the way of the, the way that the airline industry has gone. Yeah. And it's very disappointing. I'll tell you a story about being in business class on British Airways. Okay. I don't know if I'm ready. Which you would think sounds terrific. I, and let me give you my advice now. If you're going to fly business on British Airways, yeah. you must make sure that you have a window seat. Because the problem with British Airways is the, the aisle seat... Imagine it's a pod. Mm-hmm. The pod... Like an iPod? No. Okay. Like a Love is Blind pod. Okay, sure. Uh-huh. Like, imagine it's three sides. You're inside a pod. You're in yeah. a chair with three sides around Sure. You. But when you're on the aisle, they don't give you the third side. So essentially right. what happens is you could fall asleep, and then they could be serving the meal, and they'll bump right into you with the cat. So you either want to be in a window where you have extra, you get extra bulkhead space on the side, which is wonderful. Sure. Or in the, believe it or not, you don't think you want this, but you actually want to be in the center center. In yes. In the center, they have three. That's true, but they're It's a little annoying protected. when you have to get out to go to the bathroom, but you have absolutely have your own space. In yeah. Do you know what else I was going to say? The, another good reason to pick the window is now it's considered the safest seat on the plane from viruses. Yeah. You're, Why is that? Because you're not, people aren't walking down the aisle to go to the Coughing bathroom or you. cough. Exactly. Your yeah. exposure is much more limited. How about the fact that they don't clean these airplanes? Oh, that surprised you? No, but I mean, now that's still not even basically oh. cleaning them. Oh, you know what I'm luxuriating in right now? Yeah. Is I got the last laugh, Rana, because you wanted me to take a video of myself being crazy on the plane with yeah. my wet ones. Yeah. And I have the last laugh. Did you take your video? No, because now everyone's doing it. I'll you, just look like everybody else. Sherman just put his chin on the table. I know. He's exhausted. Exhausted. Yeah. By the way... He, uh, you know what? No, I'm not going to, I'm not, you know what I'm not going to do? Make my dog a human being. I'm not going to be that person. It's a little late for that. Fair enough. Yeah. Rhonda, we got some Anthropomorphize really. Anthropomorphize him. That's exactly. what you meant. Yeah. We got okay. some really. What are we, what's going on with comments? We've got and... so many wonderful comments. You can't even imagine. Catherine said, if you did a show at 54 Below, I would 100% buy tickets. And Let's then book it. After the show, I would absolutely declare my life as complete. I have to say, I think we're really onto something with our cabaret act at 54 Below. No question. I mean, if Luann can sell it out on, let's face it, not much talent, we're two incredibly engaging, talented people. We could sell it out in a second. I don't think there's a question we could sell it out. The question is how long is the run? Right. I think we have to. Yeah, we, that's what we need to check. At 54 about. Below, do you have to do eight shows a week? Because, uh, frankly, I my feet hurt, and I, I can't. Eight shows a week? No, we can't do How that. am I supposed to enjoy New York if yeah. I'm doing okay, eight so shows a week? We'll do eight. Absolutely we'll do, not. We'll do 7.30 p.m. What am I, some kind of jobbing chorus girl? Yeah. I mean, I'm We're not, not Corrine's. Come on. No, that's, yeah. Corrine, not, is that what they're called? I think so. A chorus girl's a Corrine? A Corrine. That's funny. I think so. How did I not know that? She, 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 uh, now I'm picturing a Corrine and I was literally going to talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> Rana. What is happening? I don't know. I thought you were relaxed. Well, my stomach also the hurts. Why do you think and my therapist told me not to go see a concert. Why do you think your stomach hurts? I think your stomach hurts because the therapist told you not to go see the concert. Maybe. Maybe. You can go to the concert. Yeah, I'm going to go. This comment makes me not sick. David. <laughs> David Michael says that Rana, this is, I think, incorrect. Okay. And I think they misheard you. Okay. They said that Rana also has questions about the moon landing validated me more than anything in recent memory. You don't, do you? 
You know what, Brian? What? I don't want to talk about the moon landing. Wow. Well, Rana, that speaks volumes. That's a future episode. And if the, if they want to pay a premium to know what I think about the moon landing. You they know already what? are. I'll tell you what. No, I mean another premium. Oh, you know boy. what? They have Patreon polls. We're going to start doing a poll to see what else they want to pay for these people. God, this is like the rape of the two Corys. The accent. <laughs> what? Corey Feldman. <laughs> No, they made people pay on a phone line or You something. have to pay on their website because <laughs> he's going to actually name the names. How and much How much is it? $20. But for the I'll whole household, it. he said. I'll pay. I will too. Yeah. So, but also, you know what I love? And he said the number one name is someone everyone knows, and it's a Harvey Weinstein-like figure. When's it coming out? Soon. He was just on Wendy. He's oh. promoting it. And he was on Oz. None of this is true. And Oz did a lie detector. He was on Oz? Yeah. Oh, Oz did a lie or detector. Or not a lie detector, but he did like a fact finding. What's the difference? Yeah, nothing. If it's not detecting a lie, well, I don't need to. I don't need you to tell me something might be true. You're right. I can discer- discern that for myself. Who else have we got? Okay, in? Claire this says is, I can't even. I am so embarrassed of this episode I am already. Too. And you know what? No, I'm not. I'm proud because you know what? <sighs> Gay men are often desexualized and castrated <laughs> by society. And so for Brendan to be here, for you to see what happens between two people, go in that shower, Rana. I want you to see what happens between two men, and it is beautiful. <laughs> is there a video playing in there or moving? <laughs> How will I see what happened? I'll you just won't, see but the there's mess. An I'll just see the this is <laughs> just a smell. That's all I'll see is well, the smell. It's a clean smell. Well, a little bit like dog, but it's a clean smell. <laughs> Brian. I'm sorry. Honestly. Claire says we have to get a hold of I know, ourselves. I know. There has to be a level of decorum. You're right. This is quality. the carriage. I know. I know. Because people are paying for this. Brand. You're right. This is not, I mean, on the free feed, you can do whatever you want. Not really. Right. But, but there's the boundaries are a little looser. Yes. If I was paying for this, I'd be furious. Yeah. Personally. Though then there's the people that are paying for this and they think. There's the voyeurs. They, yes. And they keep thinking, this is exactly what I paid yeah. for. Gaylove.com. Brian. Rana. Yeah. I, w- I have a question for you. I'm listening. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act, and be better? Other there, than it, our podcast? Other than our podcast. This is yeah. a pocket-sized guide. Well, there is. And if you have, let's say, 10 minutes, yeah. Headspace can completely transform your life. I have to say, yeah. As a person who has used Headspace, yes. Uh and particularly at the beginning of the pandemic, it is a absolutely revolutionary app. And a lot of other people have come along since then. Calm, this one, that one. Sure, sure. But Headspace is the thing that's incredible about Headspace is the guy that developed this app, the app, Andy, I believe is his name. And I believe he's the voice that you hear. It's an incredible English, calm, very clear voice that you hear uh, on some of their, you know, basic proprietary programs. Mm-hmm. But it's all research-based meditation, programming. Yes. Uh, they use clinical research to validate all of their programming, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not just somebody who's saying, ah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'll just throw this out there and see if you like it. They really back it up. 
And they make it really simple and accessible in that I think sometimes when you say meditation to people, they think like, oh God, I, I couldn't, I can't do it. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. I can't do it. It's going to take too long. It sounds so intimidating, meditation. It does sound intimidating and it absolutely isn't. Um, no. because All it is is clearing a little time and a little clearing space. Clearing literally as little as, they have an SOS meditation relax. that's three minutes long. Incredible. It really, even just taking three yeah. minutes can make you feel so much better. What I love about Headspace is they have those wind-down sessions that help yeah. you fall asleep. And if you're a parent, they even have morning meditations that you can do with your kids, which, pardon me, helps everybody. It's terrific. It's really about creating, I mean, it's in the name, Headspace, but it really is about creating this moment in your day where you yep. stop for a moment and you're mindful and you think about the intention, which is, Checking in with yourself, listening to your breath, mood, yeah, listening to your breath, trying to let certain thoughts uh, move out of that space, and it really is just a reset. That's all it is. It's hitting a little reset reset button, reduces stress, improves sleep, boosts focus, increases your well overall sense of well being. Yeah, and uh, mindfulness just does work. Period. You just have to carve literally minutes out of your day, but you can do it on your schedule anytime. Yeah, and if you don't believe us, you can believe the six hundred thousand. Five star reviews. I wish you could say that about We're this podcast. There, Ronnie. Five star, We're five there. stars only. Yeah. 600,000 five star reviews, over 60 million downloads. So we have a little offer for our listeners here. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash askrana. Yeah. That's headspace.com slash askrana for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now, Rana. Well, you don't have to tell me. I'm all about giving people the best deal we can. But there's no, honestly, people have had so much stress, so much sleeplessness, so much confusion about what do I want in life? What don't I want in life? Is it going to solve all your problems now? But is it going to create the space for you to find a new way to tackle some of the things that are going on with you that couldn't be a better time? And why not do it for free? Yeah. And there's no way to do it wrong. So just take that intimidation thing out. Excellent point. Please head to headspace.com slash askrana today. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Okay. Uh, Claire says, you guys, I have the egg cooker Rana was raving about and the little song it plays when your eggs are done is truly magical, which by the way, I have posted that yeah, video. Yeah, video. The song's really cute. Well, that might be one of the best gifts I ever gave you. Couldn't, yeah, true, and I get but so this, much use out of it. I know, but that's really a free feed conversation. Oh, that's okay. not a Patreon Susanna conversation. Susanna says- 
hate the everyone's raving and so stoked about the book club rana we've got so many people people i have to say which is wonderful people are posting that they're reading they're posting their books from the vacation every day i get a new tag we may have even given them too much time to read the book because they all dove right into it 99 glimpses of princess margaret by craig brown Susanna says hey patrons and they can order it if they they can find it on amazon but if they can't they can go right to our link tree off of uh instagram and get it there no kidding and not to mention a, a few people have said like you can download the Libby app if you have a library card, and then you can listen to it free. That was fun to learn about. I didn't know anything about how to get a book for free. I didn't and either. And they all want to share them with each other. Does anyone have an extra Kindle? I don't. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. people are saying, like, yeah. let me know if you can't afford yeah. it. And I'll say, like, also, there's a real Ron in this conversation. His name's Travis. If you don't think I read this in the sunroom the moment the hardcover came out, excuse me, you're dead wrong. Exquisite taste, as always. I do know. I know Travis. Oh, you do? He's a longtime listener. Oh. Yeah. He's doing his best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm a Travis fan. Should we get into some questions, Rana? Let's get into some questions, Brian. Dear Rana and Brian, capital Y, thank you. I've recently decided to start taking better care of myself. <sighs> I have two little girls, ages three and one, and significant baby weight to lose. Due to me and my husband's work schedules, me with a full-time job with a two-hour round-trip commute, mm. and him full-time with an early start time, yep. the only realistic available time for me to exercise is at 5 a.m. This is not a natural wake-up time for me, so I've been trying to get to bed around 9 p.m. My problem is that 9 p.m. is not is also not a natural sleep time for me, and I cannot fall asleep despite being tired. Before you suggest it, I've tried guided meditation. We have two cats, and unfortunately... I was going to suggest guided ambient. There you go. Yeah. And when my husband and I turn off our bedside lamps, one of the cats starts to sing the song of her people and the other one does a little call and response back between them and my husband urgently shushing and calling them because he's afraid they will wake the girls it quickly becomes a cacophony of nonsense and i'm lucky to get three clean minutes out of a 13 minute meditation do either of you have a particular routine you can recommend so i can fall asleep fairly quickly right now all i do is read for about half an hour before bed also Quick follow-up question. Can either of you recommend a good pillow? I am a side back sleeper, and I've tried pillows at various pri- price points and have not been successful in finding something great. Uh, any advice you could offer would be greatly appreciated. I love the podcast. Was so happy you guys did another Shosker special. Much love to Jordan and the Lobsterman. Oh, God. I can't tell. Kiss, kiss, sleepless. I just realized I can't tell the Lobsterman about what happened. He doesn't listen to this. He'd never pay About Brandon? Yeah. Why? What's the difference? You're right. He doesn't care. I mean, maybe he cares, maybe he doesn't, but is it any of his business? No, not really. I mean, we're keeping this casual, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. No? No, we are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you know the rules. I don't know the rules. You men, your rules. I it wish seems, you would tell me the rules. seems like you men have no rules, that it's a lawless society. It's pretty lawless. It seems like you- I lo- just sort of say whatever I'm feeling and then we go from it there. It seems like one of the benefit of men benefits of men dating other men. Is that in the way that men gaslight women when they're dating each other or dating them? Sure. They just do it to each other all day. So yep. everyone has to accept that, oh, those are the rules. Well, Rana, they did The rules are anything goes, but then you're so resentful of each other. Well- Is that right? Well, you know, it's alleged, and people say it absolutely happened, that Edward Albee based Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf on all of his gay friendship relationships. That sounds right. It sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to go- I'm going to let you start answering the sleep question because this is, you are a person who in the last year has changed your routine. Completely. You used to be a late night guy. Correct. And now you're a go to bed early and get everything done guy. Exactly. So in order to change that routine, you had to do a few things. So I'm going to let you answer that. I'm a night owl. Okay. And I don't have any cats to worry about. I'm a morning sparrow with nothing but 
but morning time. Yeah. This is what I do. First of all, there's a there's a, a pillow called I don't know if it's co-op or coop alternative. Okay. It was recommended by Wirecutter. I am a side sleeper. I have that and I have a pillow by Snow, S-N-O-W-E. The snow I put between my knees. Okay. And the coop I put behind my head. And it's a perfect side pillow sleeper. And it's not expensive. Interesting. Pretty affordable. So that's my pillow routine. And your back does not suffer from you sleeping on the set? I've never been able to sleep, fall asleep on my back ever. No. I always wake myself up. And say, Are you a back sleeper? That's well, like a unicorn. Well, there's two. Th- uh, to be it's per- the healthiest way to To be sleep. perfectly honest with you. Yeah. I used to be a flying tiger. What does that mean? A flying tiger is when you sleep on your stomach with your head to the side and the one arm up oh and one down gosh. down and one leg up and one. Is that comfortable? I loved it, but it was bad for my hips and my sure, back. Sure, yeah. Then I tried moving to my side. Yeah. It's not an ideal setup. You need a lot of support, as you've just described. Correct. You need something between your knees. You need something under your elbow. You yeah. need something under your neck. Yep. How long are you going to stay in that position? Not for long. Correct. You have to. You do have to sh- shuffle all the pillows when you move. Then, as a result of a certain uh, health situation that I was undergoing, I had to learn to sleep on my back. So now I am a back sleeper. That's the best way to be. It's the best for it your might body. Explain why my why my skin and is so fabulous. It's the best for your skin. Yeah, that's absolutely true. At night, uh, there are other people. I will say this: if you're going to be a side slipper. I don't enjoy a silk pillowcase. I don't like the feeling of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't either, but people but do. But people swear by them for for cutting down on the amount of wrinkling you're getting on your face. So yep. I, mean, I just want to put that out there for people. Go my, on. My, the first thing I would say is, listen, I also don't have two kids. I also don't have two kids that are toddlers. And I also don't have two cats. Children aren't even the problem here. Actually, you're right. She's got these animals screaming in her in her bedroom. I, get them out of your bedroom. Get them out of your bedroom. It's over with the cats. And you know what? Why is it their, why is it their house? I think the problem with getting them out of the bedroom is that they think that they'll do this routine of theirs and the ki- kids will hear it. They're going to do it anyway. They're either doing it in your bedroom or they're doing, have them do it in the kitchen or have them do it in the den and close the door. Yeah. Or put them in a laundry room and let them sleep in there together and close the door. This is your, what your key on is that someone's routine is going to be effective to in order to achieve achieve results. Correct. Like should it either, be yours? It should it be the cats? It, it should be the cats. Those yeah. should be the first. And by the way, I do think your routine should suffer more than your children's routines. Actually, well, I agree with that, of course. But I do think the cats' routine should be the first to be. And a have the cats up. ever woken the children up? Is my question, or is the husband just afraid the children will be woken Great by question. the cats? Because kids do tend to sleep through everything. Th- that's true. Yeah. The other, you're right. They yeah, do. so you should at least test that out of yeah. whether that, that even wakes up the children. Yeah. Also, your children should be sleeping with white noise and you should be sleeping with white noise. Correct. And I do every night. I love it. Um, and it is just a nice ambient sound. I just use the white noise app and I prefer, um, I think it's called the brown noise. I think it's called. Okay. Uh, um, and that's the one I use. What happened? Is it not called brown noise? They're laughing at me. Why are they laughing at you? They're laughing at me. What's going on? Brown noise? It is brown noise. Dante says it's brown noise, and he's looking at me. That's what Dante uses. Dante knows about noise. He's the he's the ears of this operation. Brown noise is the way to go. No one believes me, but brown noise is the way to go. I have to say, Adam is a different person, Rana. He yeah. came back. Well, he went on that vacation. Yeah. This is why I don't usually let my employees take vacation. <laughs> 
Because they always come back with a little bit of the outside world. You know, they, yeah. they've been free. They've tasted, they've tasted freedom. And now they're going to change their attitude about, well, I don't want to live that way anymore. I want to live this way. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, Adam, the point is I love you. Thank you. Uh, okay. Nighttime routine. No. And I listen, I know that all parents want is to see their kids and then stare at their phones. I know that that's like the phone is like masturbating, basically. I get it. You just can't look at your phone. You can't have any screens two hours before you go to bed. And you know what? You're just going to have to frame. Is that what you do? No screens two hours Not before? any longer. So I what do are you it- using for an alarm clock? Did you get one of the Braun alarm, alarm clocks we talked about? No. So I do set my alarm and I do play my white noise on my phone, but I don't look at my phone. Okay. I usually go to bed around 930. I don't look at my phone now. Probably past 8, 830. I do about an hour. Okay. You have to wake up at 5 a.m. for a few nights. And you will go to bed at 9 p.m. I say all this. You're as so a, tired at the end of the day. But I say all this as a single person who yeah. does not have, you know, children. So I, I know so it's a different There's so many bag. apps now where they tell you a bedtime story. Yeah, there's that. You're, there, there are. There are a bunch of like guided meditations, sleepy time stories, all this. This is actually something I feel passionate about because I think that a strange thing happens, which is we spend. Think about how focused you are on your children's sleep. Yeah. You obviously have a routine for them. You're so focused on them getting the right amount of sleep. We spend years and we spend the first, I don't know, 12 years of a person's life making sure they have a routine, that the light gets turned down, they go to their room and they sleep before they read before they sleep, you turn off the light, you know that someone is at your door to tuck you in. Everyone has all of these safe feelings Yeah. as a young person. Yeah. And then you become a teenager and it's over. Yeah. And all of a sudden you have to learn how to self-soothe. Correct. I think if I started a service where I came to your house and tucked you in every there, night, Rana, there's I no would be a billionaire. doubt about it. I would be a billionaire. There's no doubt about it. By next week. You absolutely would. You have to, you have, to have a routine. And drugs are an option. I yeah. mean, if, if you don't have an addictive personality, that yeah. is an option. Yes. You should, I mean, it would to be nice. To you. It would be nice to try and figure it out without that. Yes. And one of the only ways to truly get some sleep is to exhaust yourself. Yeah. Which it sounds like you'll be doing anyway, because you'll be getting up and working out at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I also have to say this. I don't know what you're doing about it. It's great that you want to find time to work out. It's very, very important. However, diet is everything. It just is. Right. So if you're looking to lose some weight, I mean, you need to be addressing that. And one thing that will address everything is not eating close to your bedtime. Yeah. Because that, that just gives you fits you and You should starts never anyway. eat three hours before bed right. anyway. It's, listen. And in fact, another thing you shouldn't do is you really shouldn't drink water before bed two hours. So you don't pee. Not only the peeing, which disrupts your sleep, but some people describe it as almost like a washing machine. Uh, there could be a, a sort of... Water can come up through your valve and and create a reflux response, and you don't really want that. So if you can avoid, if you need to take a little sip to take a pill, that's fine. But I you don't, don't understand that. You don't want to drink a lot of water within two hours. What does that, that mean? It's just like the pee comes up and then goes back down all night? No, not pee. Excuse me. We're oh. talking about in your throat. Oh, acid reflux. Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought you meant urine reflux. The G cavity sort of fills with water, and it can it can move fluidly between those two places and it's disrupting Got sometimes it. people with acid reflux need to address not drinking water two hours before gotcha what was the other p- the last part of the, the question? pillow oh the pillow we addressed the pillow yeah i don't look i'm using heston's pillows okay i just am yeah so 
there we are. That's it. I have tried all kinds of newfangled pillows. I've tried, you know. Tempur-Pedic. I hate Tempur-Pedic. I do too. I hate, I need, when I sleep, I want to feel, and again, it goes back to feeling tucked in. Truly. I want to feel like I have been tucked in in a European fairy tale. That's just how I want my yeah, bed to feel. I understand. So I have a lot of down. I don't have allergies of that sort of thing. So I can't yeah. speak to that. But I have down pillows. I had, when I moved <gasps> to being a back sleeper, I did move to one pillow instead of two. Good for you. If I'm reading in bed, I have two pillows and then yes. I move that pillow. Um, also, make sure your reading light is sort of dim, that it's not too bright. Yes. You and need to set that mood. Exactly. So just that's as simple as About, buying a lower water But even bulb. two hours before you come into your bedroom, turn the lights down in your bedroom so that the, you, sh you need to shift the day part of the house so it's an, the, you don't Correct. have those bright lights on in your and house. try not to spend any time in the bedroom really until you're sleeping and make it just your sleep space. Yeah. Also, I will say about the like coop alternative or co-op alternative, however it's pronounced, um, it comes with an extra bag of stuffing. So if you want it firmer, you can put more in. And if you want it a little softer, you can take some out. Oh. And it's, which is really nice. Um, you really love to try a new product. I, you know what I like to do if I'm, I just feel like if it's a comfort, if it's a comfort thing, I mean, I, I just don't subscribe to like pillows should last more than a year. Like, yeah. unless it's something like you're dealing with Rana. You've washed your pillows? I have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, have, I haven't washed this one though. Yeah. I don't know if it, I've never washed a memory foam pillow. So I don't know if that does a different yeah. thing. Yeah. I've only ever washed like, you know, one that's not like that. Yeah. All right. Let's do one more question. Yes. And then we'll talk about what we're going to do next week on Patreon. We'll okay. give them a little taste. So do you want to read this one? Sure. The other thing I want to say to the mother who is trying to lose the weight, it's going to be very hard, but just consistency is key. Stick to it. You'll be very proud of yourself at the end. We're rooting for you. Okay. Hi, Rana and Brian. I am having a work dilemma and would really love your insight into this situation and how you would respond. Names have been changed because I'm not an idiot. Okay. <laughs> quick background. Okay. It's not that quick. Don't worry, dear. No one sends us a quick background. There's no Ever. And it's always in the background. The answer's in the details. Okay. I am submitting an abstract to an upcoming conference and have put a lot of time and effort into it. I sent my draft to the colleagues who are also listed on the abstract to get the edits and their edits and suggestions. I listed Jan. I mean, that's your made up name. Okay. <laughs> I listed Jan as the senior author last name on the list because of her guidance and mentorship for this topic. Karen was included, but told me she wouldn't be able to help with writing the abstract because she is too busy right now. I sent out the draft two weeks ago and all colleagues except Karen responded with input. Okay. Yesterday, Karen called me to ask why she wasn't listed as senior and why I have Jan in that spot and also told me we, quote, agreed to work on this together, as in just us, which was never true. Karen is notorious for never doing the work but wanting credit. Karen replied all to an email and repeated these things. Jan stepped down so as not to make waves. Poor Jan. For many reasons that would take too long to explain, I am basically being forced to put Karen as senior author so that I don't look petty and don't burn bridges. My question. How would you have responded? Uh, how have you responded in the past when a coworker was rewarded for terrible behavior? 
How do I professionally tell someone I'm never working with them again? And the biggest question, any suggestions for what to do in Montreal? That's where the conference is. And after all this bullshit, I'm going to make the most of my trip. We're going to have to ask people to watch their language when they send these letters. Ron, I'm really sorry. I'll bet them better. No, but if I'm going to be reading them, they need to be watching them. You're right. Signed, Thunder Stolen in Texas or something creative. I don't know. I'm just really pissed off. Yeah, this person's really angry. Do you want me to go or you want to go? Sure, you go first. I feel like I always go first. Okay. So you don't want to? No, I want to, but okay. I don't want you to think that I'm a, a stage A hog? Yeah. No, not at all. Okay. I think you're perfect. Oh, God. Despite everything <laughs> that has taken on here, that has gone on here today. I can't imagine what you mean. I've, I've really- He brought his own towel. I... Which I do appreciate, to be honest with you. Well, I told him, I said- At least he didn't steal one of mine. I told him before he came, before. I said, look, I have known to really make a this splash. This Sherman is hysterical. Look at him. The baby. I if you know. could see the way, if he's they could see the way so he's sweet. draped all over you, it's so he's he, very sweet. He's absolute. He's dead really right a very now. sweet dog. Yeah. He is suspicious of tall men, but other yeah. than that, yeah, I'm the perfect height for him. Yeah, he's wonderful. Um, and he loves you, Rana. Okay, we did hit it off. You immediately. did. Yeah, he couldn't get enough. He recognized a, a, a like-minded it's individual. True. It's yeah. true. Okay, so I think first of all. You can't tell this person you never want to work of with them again. Not. You just can't. We just no, don't just work don't. with them again. Yeah. Just don't do it. You don't I, have to tell people all kinds of things. You don't have to say everything. No. If it's true and you know it's true, then stop doing it. Yeah. Okay? Yep. You don't have to. T- everyone doesn't have to know what you have to say about everything. No. And also, and I know you want to tell this person. people don't learn until too late in life. Correct. Yeah. And you, 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 I know that you have it, it like the sort of anger in you that you want to tell this person off. It just isn't. So you can cause more trouble exactly. and more problems and, and give them step- something to say about you. Exactly. Yeah. Just don't work with this person again. Yeah. Um, I would, I would also say that the kind of person who doesn't do work and wants to take credit for everything, from my experience, does not ever change. Um, that person no. does not learn yeah. any kind of lesson yeah. or take anything, even when you call them on it, or take anything from that conversation. They just don't. They've gotten away with it. They'll continue to. So it, you really just, I think, have to work more on yourself and how you react in those situations and what kind of situations you want to put be put in or put yourself in, because that person, I think, will probably never change. Yes. There's also quite a bit of information that's left out in this letter, if you don't mind my saying. I can't wait. Karen was included, but told me she wouldn't be able to help with writing the abstract because she is too busy right now. Karen was, who is Karen? Who are these people? Seems to me what's going on here is that you're probably a more junior member of this team, but that you're doing a bunch of the work. And Karen feels like she already was the junior member. She already did her time. And unfortunately, is a person that doesn't mind taking credit for your work. My guess is when you when you present at the conference, everyone knows you're the one who did it because you're presenting the thing, not, you know. But everyone also knows you're the junior researcher of blah, 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 or whatever. He's clearly not on par with these other people because otherwise why is he including them for no reason? These are senior people in the field. Also, Karen gave you a heads up that she wouldn't be able to work on it. She did, but she didn't, be, at that point, that would have been if there was a moment where you wanted to say something. When Karen said, I can't work on it, I'm not going to have the time, da, 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 da. 
that would have been your opportunity to say, okay, I appreciate your honesty. Um, I'll come to you for the next thing, but I'm, I'll just keep you out of the loop on this one. And that would have been the end of your problem. You wouldn't, she wouldn't have been on any of these emails. You wouldn't have had to give a credit and you wouldn't be in the situation. But for some reason you needed Karen's, you wanted Karen's name on this thing which leads me to believe that Karen is a senior researcher of some kind and you wanted her endorsement on your project. Rana, I truly don't know why you're not at Northeastern University right now. I mean, you're not wrong. You're a full-blown detective. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Your context clue navigation and your investigations are dead on. Well, we don't know because we don't know the full answer, but that's what I'm getting here. (sighs) And this is a person that has a chip on their shoulder about being junior and about a mistake that they made that they resent the position that they're in. They made this mistake. She yeah. said, I can't do it. You should have said, great, I'll keep you off. But you needed her for some reason. This is the kind and of you thing- you resent the fact that you need her. And you know what? That's too bad. You have to nip it in the bud fast with, yeah. with something like this. Yeah. And you, you, I mean, look, okay, so don't work with her again. That's fine. But you know, what are you, you going to tell her for? You're telling me, you're also telling me here- uh, I am basically being forced to put Karen as senior author so that I don't look petty and don't burn bridges. So you still need her for some reason. So then you're doing the right thing. Yeah, because you care care about burning bridges. Right. You have to care for your professional career. Yeah, you're going to work with a lot of even people who are like genius level who actually don't do the work. No. That's always, a, generally, that's, a, that's the next down who actually does it. And then that person at the end makes a phone call. And the only but thing- But you need that phone call. That's true. You need that phone call. Yeah. What did they do? In your business, this is like producers. Yeah. There are people that don't add anything creative to the situation, but they have the relationship with the person at the network or right. the place or the whatever, and they help get the thing done. And it could be a five-minute conversation, but that five-minute conversation is actually more valuable than all the work you put in, sometimes. Yes, but- or, or, Not valuable, but but um, moves the needle faster. Yes, or there's also plenty of situations where that doesn't happen and that you're hoping for that phone call and the phone call doesn't happen or whatever. And this is the way of the world. And it's incredibly frustrating. Yeah. But the more energy you put into caring about it, you actually don't, doesn't sound to me like whatever position you're in that you have any control over this. Yeah. So it's happening either way. So you can either be furious about it or you can take that fury and let that fuel you towards trying to advance in your field that much quicker and say, when I'm the boss, what I'm not going to do, because this is another thing people always say they're going to do this and then they don't, but they really should. When I'm the boss, I'm not going to take credit for other people's work that I didn't do. And instead what happened, honestly, it's a cycle of abuse. What normally happens is people say, when I'm the boss, I'm not going to take credit. And then they get to be the boss and they say, now that I'm the boss, I'm going to take credit and take a little fee on this thing because now, because I was eating shit for so long that da, 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 da. But then you're part of the problem. So it's your job when you are the boss to say, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be a proponent of this person. I'm going to let everyone I know, I'm proud of my researcher and he did this whole thing and did it doesn't take anything away from you to give a person a compliment and give them credit. And also take a little credit for discovering them and having them on your team. Yeah. Yeah. There's not one business in this world where you, 
there will always be a situation where you have to make nice with someone you don't really like. Yeah. And Never going to go to away. continue working. That's yeah. just how it, that's just how it goes. Focus your energy on your work, yeah. not on the things you can't control. I remember I, my very first job in Los Angeles, there was a writer who was taking credit for my work. Well, that's who was, not cool. No, yeah. Who was senior to me. Yeah. And I remember I was like, so amped to say something about it. And I had like, thank God a therapy session, like the Sunday before I was seeing this person again. And my therapist was like, you can't, you just can't do that. It just, you can't do it. It'll just be a bad look for you. Just tell them you have a black tie affair. That's the one. She said you have a black tie affair. She's the one who said when I, one time I want to go on a date, she said, um, and I said, I don't know what to tell work and how to get out of it. And she goes, just tell them you have a black tie affair. <laughs> I was like an intern. As far as Matt Real goes. Yeah. I have not been in a while, but it is a city that I like very much. It's a beautiful Don't, city. If you're going in the winter, by the way, disregard all of these suggestions because the only thing you're going to do is walk around a mall and then walk in a tunnel to another mall because it's the coldest place you've ever been in your life. Sure. The water comes in off the St. Lawrence River. Yeah. And it is devastating. That yeah. breeze is devastating. I've I mean, never I been colder been to, in my life. Real, what were you doing there in the winter? I went to an all-male strip show. What and you're and you t- you sit here and you judge me and you went and paid for it, Rana. I was the guest of someone else. I went to a review. In any event, Montreal. Yeah. If you're going in a warm weather month, my personal favorite thing to do, and you're gonna think this sounds crazy, is they have something called jet boating on the Lachine Rapids where they take a World War II, like one of the one of the boats that would take you to Normandy, sure. yeah, a, tra- a conveyance boat. Yep, where they have you know benches. Yeah, and they take you into. They have these incredible uh, rapids in the middle of the St. Lawrence River. I had no and idea about it. And they take you in there and they whip you around. It's so fun, Jordy. They give you the only bad news is they give you a sweater and a um, life preserver that someone else has used, right. which I don't like because sometimes they're wet. Yeah, still, but they basically and they just whip you around and it's so. Much, Rana. Fun. I have to say, you love a little boat adventure. Remember when we went to Budapest and we yeah. went down the Danube, and I forget what those were called, but it was the same idea. So, yeah, of. the Dunarama. Dunarama. Yeah, my favorite. And then, as far as a meal, Daema is the one that people love. Yes. And then, what's the steakhouse called that people love? Que de Cheval. Okay. Oh. Which is Q U E U E. Yeah. Space. Yeah. D U space. Oh, you're popping. Poor Dante's going to have to deal with this. C-H-A-V-A-L or something like that. Coup de Cheval is the steakhouse. Okay. Old Montreal is gorgeous to walk around if Fabulous. you want to see some old And stuff. also go to Montreal, of course. Yeah. Mount Royal. Take a take a walk up there. Correct. And then, uh, of course, you have to go to have some smoked Smoked meat. meat. Yeah. yeah. Which I think Schwartz's is one. And what's the other one? Duns is another one. Which one? Duns. Duns. I don't know that. And I will also say... But and, there's a whole food scene in Montreal, a whole Jewish food scene in Montreal. So do a little Googling. The Mount Stephen Hotel. Mount Stephen? Oh, and if, you go, if you're in old Montreal and you're looking for a drink, go to the Mount Stephen Hotel. Wonderful. Yeah. I didn't do that. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. You know what, though? Also, you should just... It's a weird city in terms of, like, there's so many street performers there that, like, yeah. are constantly performing really weird things. Yeah. None of that sounds interesting to me. Oh, he right. He's so verbal on this episode. I mean, I don't. He came Adam back from this vacation. 
He's, he is Canadian. He is Canadian. The but Cirque du Soleil training ground. You can go in and it's basically like a zoo. You can press your face <laughs> against the glass and watch them get trained. Watch them train. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, that is So fine. those are our suggestions. But for me, the Lachine Rapids. And then, of course, there's an all-male strip club there that you can go to, which I which I had been taken to a couple of times. You, a couple? It's not, I, I don't like an all-male review. I'll be honest with you. Right. That's just not my, I've never understood it. Yeah. I don't think the male anatomy lends itself to a review. I think I'm with you there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Listen, next week on Patreon, Ugh. we had a hot question about we had a London travel question. Yes, we did. Now I'm a little hesitant about doing a travel episode when sure. everything's going on with Corona. Well, they say if it's like Spanish flu, it'll go away in April and May and come back in the fall. Yes. So get it out of the way now. So, but on the other hand, airfares are plummeting. So if you have the courage to go to London in the next few months, Brian and I have some suggestions for you. Correct. So, because I know you and your mother were planning a um, a uh, yeah old fashioned an old trip. fashioned trip across Europe. Yeah, Correct. Where you say, "I would love to have a drink, but mother needs me to take her to her cabin at." I have to. T- I will be shocked if that trip doesn't end the way Psycho does. Yeah. <laughs> with me wearing her clothes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Kiss, kiss. Thank you for. Oh, and we have to remind people don't forget, download your ways. Download your ways. And the book episode's coming up fast. 99 Glimpses of Princess Margaret. Craig Brown. Craig Brown. And ways in the voice by Rana, me, and Ron and me. Yes. Yeah, so we have Oops, All Ranas, Oops, All Brian's. And then we have the Ask Rana and Brian collection. Correct. Okay. Let us know what you think. And I just want to say, I don't care if you pick Rana. Oh, well, I would expect them to. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I, I just want to say, like, that's nothing I would ever do. I have to see if we can figure out how we can keep track of no, that's how, not. That's how not, many no, 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 do no, 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 no. Yeah, that's no, no, a fun competition. No, it it's a yeah, maybe one. we'll do a poll. No, no, no. Okay. All right. Kiss, kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.